0: listeners thanks again for tuning into sin's workshop we're having a wonderful day today we're going to be talking about the witch haven by sasha payton smith this is a young adult uh novel set in the early 1900s and i think that that's um actually really cool i'm personally a fan of historical fiction i really do like um witches uh in historical fiction i think it's really cool um, it's like one of my, uh, favorite topics, you know, historical fiction and which is, oh yeah, you have me. So the story follows Frances. Um, she just lost her brother and her mother, uh, her brother to death, her mother to the sanatorium because her mother kind of lost the will to live, um, after the death of her son. So... You really do kind of feel for the for her as a character, because she's living in a world that treats women unfairly. Um, she's basically an orphan at this point, and she's working as a seamstress because you know, there aren't really a lot of options for. Her, you know, and as far as workhouses go, working with other girls as a seamstress, you know, it's not that bad, you know, it's not that bad. But, you know, one night when she's working late, her boss decides, you know, he's drunk, he decides he's going to try to take advantage of her, and that's when her magic awakens. And that's also when. You know, please come sniffing down, sniffing around for the murder, and then right when she's about to be arrested under suspicion of murder, she's saved by the hacks by Haxahaven, who've come to tell her, Hey, you have tuberculosis, so you have to come with us. Um. <laughs> Which is kind of great. Turns out Haxahaven is, you know, it's a haven for witches, for young witches. And Frances thinks, yes, this is this is it. This is going to be something empowering. And it's not. <laughs> um, she quickly learns that the school is all about just teaching women how to use their power in small ways there's actually a really good quote um in the story from lena and lena is i'm going to talk a little bit more about lena and the characters in a second but here's a good quote uh women are supposed to be competent at everything but experts at nothing haven't you heard her voice is thick with sarcasm but the tiniest smile breaks through the gloom i mean that's pretty accurate that kind of sums up everything that the school and why some of the young women get incredibly frustrated, including Frances. You know, she wants to solve her father's, not her father's, her brother's murder. She finally thought, yes, here's magic that I can use. Only to be taught, well, you're a woman, so you really only need to know how to sew and do household chores. You need to learn how to repress your feelings and That's what the school is basically teaching these young girls to repress their feelings and repress their emotions and to limit them to just household chores. And I think that that's very telling of the early 1900s. You know, the book does take place in 1911. And it's important. Um, It's still relevant today, considering women still have to fight for their equality you would think you know it's the year 2022 we wouldn't have to fight so much anymore for things like equality but here we are still fighting for things like equality (laughs) um you know people still say women should be seen and not heard and that's kind of the theme in the story. So, I liked that Smith was was using, you know, this story to really talk about women empowerment. Because the girls do find empowerment, you know, they're just like, you know what, we are not going to follow your rules. We are going to do what is good for us and good for our school, And it's such an empowering moment to see Maxine and Lena and Frances come together as three very different girls from three very different backgrounds to, well, empower themselves and empower their fellow classmates, you know, to harness magic in a way that goes beyond sewing and sweeping and cooking, (laughs) to go beyond the the banality of all of that, you know, I love cooking and cleaning, honestly, those things, you know, I just, I just like to cook and clean, um, and I do like to sew as well, but To have my life to just be those three things and not be allowed to do anything else, I think I would be very frustrated. And a lot of women back in the day were very frustrated by the limitations society put on them, just like these girls in this store. And I think that's very empowering to read that these girls, they were restricted But they're going to break free of these chains. And a lot of these other girls have other chains, you know. Frances is a girl with no money to her name. Um, Her brother's dead. Her mother's in a sanatorium. All she has is her magic. She's going to do something with it. And then you have Maxine. She's got family. She's rich. Um, That doesn't mean she's any less trapped, you know. She is um, part of the LGBTQ LGBTQ community. And being at the school at times does allow her to be free and to live her truth. But honestly, if she were to leave the school, she would have to go back to what her family wants. And being a family of power, a family that's rich, that means she's going to have to marry someone else, a man who's rich. You know, there is that illusion there that if she leaves, because she has said, she's like, I have no home but this school. Because the school is the only place that really allows her to be somewhat free of the change that Of the chains that money and power are... that have her shackled, you know? Those are chains that are going to try to keep her in the closet. And she's like, I don't want to be in the closet. I want to just live my life. And Maxine's really great. She's a very strong, formidable character who is about living her truth and being true to herself. And then you have... Um, Lena, I love that Lena, she has some of the best lines in this book. Um, she said that earlier line, you know, women are supposed to be competent and everything, but experts at nothing, which again is a very telling line that pretty much sums up the whole story. But she has this other line, you know, she's a Native American character. And as someone who is, um, part Native American, I'm one eighth on my grandfather's side I'm very proud of my one eighth you know, I tell everyone, yeah, my one eighth you know, I'm very proud of it, and I love seeing Native American, you know, I think we're seeing a lot more literature featuring Native American culture um by Native American authors, but I don't know if Smith is Native American or not, I don't care um because I think she does a wonderful job of giving Lena some of the strongest lines in the story. And this one, you know, she's been taken away from her tribe. Um, She's been taken away. She's been put into a missionary. And then when her power awoke, because she wouldn't let, you know the missionaries brainwash her and erase her culture and her language she was in to haven and you know lena not lena francis asking why would they take you away from your parents and her response is it's powerful and this is what she says how else do you kill an entire people you take away their children you take away their language and their culture I mean, that was just such a powerful line, um, and I thought, wow, yeah, that's 100% accurate. You know, 100%, you know, erasure of a culture exists, and it especially existed with the Native Americans, um, even now and today, you know, there's such a disrespect of Native American lands, um, you know pretty much they've been pushed onto these small reservations when they used to run free and it's just like what the like well I want to be angry about it I am angry about it you know the trail of tears it's pretty terrible it is very terrible and I think that that's probably another reason why I love this book so much because there was such strong powerful language you know the two lines that I said Lena especially I think there was really good characterization for all the characters because you get to know them you get to feel for them you get to empathize with them Frances you can feel her grief and rage and frustration bleed off the pages and you want to you want to yell at her like Yes, you want to cheer her on, not yell at her. You want to cheer her on as she rebels against society. As she uses her power to face off against men who are just like, oh, you're just a girl. Like, oh, I'll show you what a girl can do, you know? And then you have Maxine, who's part of the LGBTQ community. And she's also about empowering other women, I think it's incredible. I think it's a very telling. I absolutely 100% loved this story. I can't stress that enough. I thought it was great. It was great. Um so I do have to give the Witch Haven um four to five stars. You know, it's It does have romance in it. Um, I don't want to spoil that because the romance is kind of key for some of the plot twists in the story. And I think it's like, what? you like, you kind of know it. There's something unsettling about it. And you're just like, what's going to go wrong? Um, so I think it's just really well done. Honestly, I thought it was a very well done story. I found it to be really interesting, um, again, I love a good historical setting, especially when with witches. I mean, I w- loved it 100%. Um, so, 4 to 5 stars if you want to purchase the book. Please remember to purchase the book from your local bookstore or online book retailer. All I ask is that you support bookstores versus buying the book off of Amazon. I'll include two links in the description. One for barnesandnoble.com so you can purchase from them. Or bookshop.org. Bookshop.org um It'll give you a list of independently-owned bookstores near you. If they're too far, you can order on bookshop.org and send the proceeds to that independently-owned bookstore. If money's tight and your excuse is, oh, it's cheap on Amazon, please remember that they are undercutting the author. Yeah, it gives them a lot of noise, but they sell their books cheap with an agreement to the publisher and whatever contract the publisher signed with the author, it's usually the author will only get 10% of those proceeds. So remember, um, buying the book at a discounted rate on Amazon means the publisher is gonna be getting more of that money, and the pub the author is gonna be getting even less than selling it at full price. So if you really want to save money, support your local library and purchase the book from the library. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also be a supporter on BuyMeACoffee.com or Anchor FM, my recording platform. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.